Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is about the end of the Civil War and the surrender at Appomattox. On Sunday, April 9, 1865, the war that had rent America in two drew to a close. The victorious Union General Ulysses S. Grant rode into Appomattox Courthouse, Virginia, to accept the surrender of Robert E. Lee, his Confederate equal and fellow West Point graduate. Lloyd Lewis, who was present at the laying down of arms, recalled that Grant felt sad in spite of being on the winning side because, he commented, compassion for the brave old foe drowned all the elation of his own triumph. When the men converged at a brick house at the edge of town, Grant looked more like the loser than Lee, covered with dust, wearing the disheveled coat of a private, appearing, said Lewis, like a Missouri farmer who had by mistake crawled into a blouse that carried unnoticed three little silver stars on its shoulders. Lee, on the other hand, carried himself as the aristocratic gentleman that he was, schooled in the old manners and customs of his native South, a region that lay in ruins. While both sides had suffered catastrophic losses, it would take the South until well into the 20th century to recover fully from its injuries. Lee guardedly met Grant and his staff, unsure of what further hurts would be inflicted upon his people, according to the terms of surrender. In silence, the Union General wrote them down. The enlisted men were to give up their weapons, while the officers could retain their own, as well as keep their property. They had permission to return to their homes without fear of being harmed by any Union soldier or government authority, in exchange for their pledge never to rebel against the United States of America again. Lee was taken aback by the generous spirit of the conditions, and Lewis recalled that his face lit up as he said, "'This will have a very happy effect upon my army.'" He went on to ask Grant if the Confederate soldiers could keep their horses, and Grant said that would be all right, since most of them were farmers and needed the animals for their livelihoods. At this, Lewis recorded, Lee melted entirely. This will have the best possible effect upon the men. It will be very gratifying and will do much toward conciliating our people, he said. There was something else on Lee's mind, however. At this point, feeling he could speak in confidence to Grant, the old general leaned closer and quietly disclosed that his men were starving, that they had been subsisting on parched corn for several days. It was, said Lewis, like one brother confiding in another. Indeed, it was. Although they had been mortal enemies during the war, the two men had a bond closer than national allegiance, their faith in Jesus Christ. Grant sprang into action, directing his staff to travel throughout the Union regiments to drum up provisions for the Southerners. He told them to ask every man who has three rations to turn over two of them, go to the commissaries, go to the quartermasters, 
General Lee's army is on the point of starvation. Many Union soldiers, upon receiving word of Lee's capitulation, began to celebrate with the firing of their guns into the spring air, and Grant immediately ordered them to stop. The rebels are our countrymen again, he said. The best sign of rejoicing after the victory will be to abstain from all demonstrations on the field. Grant had lived out President Lincoln's assuaging message from his second inauguration weeks earlier, one based on the chief executive's own deep-seated faith in the Almighty. With malice toward none, with charity for all, with firmness in the right, as God gives us to see the right, let us strive on to finish the work we are in, to bind up the nation's wounds, to care for him who shall have borne the battle, and for his widow and his orphan, to do all which may achieve and cherish a just and a lasting peace among ourselves and with all nations. Thank you for joining me for Great Stories in American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney.